What's up, KDHR fam? It's your boy Metal back again another week. I'm sorry, I'm like scrolling all the way down my list to get to my fucking Pantera. Good job. <laughs> thought you were more prepared than that. I thought I was too. Evidently not. Guess not. I only hit play like twice though, but alright, whatever. Um, so, let's announce Band of the Week, which is of course Pantera. Because why the fuck not? Um, starting off with some... Uh, what am I playing right now? I'm playing Mouth of, Mouth for War from Vulgar Display of Power. Because that is a fan-fucking-tastic album. But let's talk Pantera. So, uh, Wait, wait, wait. What? We have somebody new here. <laughs> you should probably introduce him. There's a screen blocking and my mind went straight tunnel vision. Okay, so well I then I'll sorry. introduce Thank him. Um, if you've been listening for this half of the season, um, I keep talking about my friend Trevor. And now my friend Trevor is here. Welcome forever. So he's here to give all of his opinions. If he sounds dumb, I'm so sorry. That's just Trevor. Dude, get closer to the mic. Into the mic. No. There you go. Oh into the mic, my guy. Oh my you can I move it so it's closer <laughs> to you. My bad. I was like, I can't hear what's going on. I thought I was tripping, dude. We love Trevor, though. Uh, it's great to have you on, Trevor. I know you've been talking about wanting to come on for a while, so. He was very sad that he missed the Slayer episode. Yeah, I, uh, yeah I'm sorry. There was just so many people already here that day. Yeah, I get it. It's all good. Yeah, we, we had, had people room. sharing a mic. We had a, yeah, we had a full room that day. It was, it was full cast. It was great. It was. I love that. Yeah. All people screaming about Slayer. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Slayer over here, he was fact-checking every single thing I said. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> then go listen to the podcast episode, Dave. You haven't yeah. listened to it? No, I'm no, just kidding. I'm kidding. Sorry, I was distracted by I Trevor. Listen, I listen occasionally. I'm like, how dumb did I sound? I don't know. Okay, like that sometimes. It's all good. Okay, now let's get into this. So, Pantera was formed. Oh, so before I get to that, I finally found something really cool. Metalarchives.com. Um, so far, looking to be super solid and giving me some good information that isn't wikipedia based you found yes metal metal fans and metal people actually wrote this stuff so hopefully it'll be a little bit more legit i know i said i found and i didn't mean to say that i found (laughs) that i was shown Uh is the appropriate word but also i did know about this site before (laughs) dave told me yes but dave's the one that told you to check it for today that's yes there's no argument from me <laughs> but it's because of my prior knowledge of this in this website that i messed up yep i'm just explaining why i messed up yep it's all i'm just starting to give you shit early today please, thanks please more more yeah, okay yes. i can do more no yes. dave what have you done dr dave told me to do it more and dr dave is my professor so i have to <laughs> do i get extra credit i'll think about it yes. <laughs> what the hell if she was in history of rock, I mean, I could. That makes I. Yeah, but. All right, all right, all right. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, this is a history of rock class. You should take my class. Take Dr. Dave's class. Take my Dr. Dave's class next semester. We were talking about before this how I was talking about Swedish melodic death metal, black and tech death. You know, just some of the fringes. He's. <laughs> he was telling me how how Sam like Sam said that their mouth was just like. 
on the floor. Yeah. Because of it. Do, do you have any knowledge of Norwegian metal bands? You're kidding, right? Just, you, you, are, you, are, you are kidding. Right? Well, Trevor I, was... I, Trevor I, played, I played Emperor. We had a little Norwegian black metal. Trevor happened. was born in Norway. Yeah, I'm half Norwegian. Nice. Yeah, we do love a little mayhem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little? A little mayhem. What is the name of that movie? That came out about the church burning and all that. Lords our, of Darkness or something. Lords of Chaos, is that right? It was something like that, yeah. yeah I couldn't remember that yesterday, but I, I told them the, the controversy, the story, the Euronymous story. I mean, Euronymous was just like an ass, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, no one was good in that, though. We should do a black metal episode. Ooh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor's all over that. Tre- Trevor has to come a certain amount of times, and then we'll, we, could, we could grace him with a black metal episode. Yeah, I'll pull up my <laughs> That's fair. He needs like a little like punch card like you get at like frozen yogurt places. Oh, my God. I would enjoy that very much. Um, I mean, it's what we did for pretty much everyone. Like I didn't make anyone official until they had been on for like five episodes, I think is what it was. Yeah. So, like, besides my very first couple of co-hosts, which is different, right? This whole structure was different, but... But anyway, Pantera! (laughs) Very not black metal, Pantera. (laughs) So, Pantera was formed in 1981 by brothers Daryl Lance Abbott and Vincent Paul Abbott, a.k.a. Vinnie Paul and Dimebag Daryl. They started out as a Kiss-influenced glam band. They added bassist Rex Brown and changed their names to Diamond Daryl, uh, Vinnie Paul, and Rex Rocker, respectively. They found vocalist Donnie Hart, who sang for a few rehearsals, and then Terry Lee Glaze with the help of Jerry Abbott. Wait, what? I feel like this should be a... Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. I just misread the name. With the help of Jerry Abbott, Daryl and Vinnie's father, known as The Elden or The Elder, who was a famous country music producer and owned a studio. Shocking puts out two amazing musicians, right? <laughs> yeah. They put out their first album, Metal Magic, in 1983. And the first three albums were in fact on Metal Magic and were all self-produced. Much better than people think they are. I think, <laughs> they're, I think they're worth your time and worth listening to. A lot of people look at it and say they were just a glam band, but you can hear... The start of Pantera and those records for sure. What yeah. They're, what they're going? I shouldn't say the start of Pantera. They're called Pantera records, but you can hear what they're going to later become. It's just not thrash at that point, right? Right, right. But they're they're definitely worth people listening to. You can find them all, I think, on YouTube. Probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we start with 1984's Project in the Jungle and 1985's I Am the Night. Uh, followed with Terrence t- taking on the name Terry Glaze in 1985. They also put out the Hot and Heavy Home Vid in 1985, a set of live clips and other footage. I've never seen that. I gotta Me find that. Uh, a meeting between Daryl and Metallica's James Hetfield turned fateful in 1985. At this point, Daryl had a quote wall of glam quote end quote in his room with pictures of Bon Jovi and other similar artists. James spat on it (laughs) and Daryl instead of getting angry joined in and the wall of loogies is still there today ew lovely that's disgusting that's amazing that is such a dude thing to do Mm. well you don't spit on walls no what about posters no (laughs) each other uh, <laughs> Dave! Damn it, Dave! <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
So this marked a change in the band as I Am The Night was far heavier and faster. When Terry Glaze wanted to stay with the glam sound, uh, his influence in the band dis- diminished. Daryl took over uh, a lot of the vocals live, especially on covers by Metallica and other thrash bands. They also had Van Halen and Kill covers as well as Anthrax. However, the reason he left the band was due to his recording and management. When Pantera got signed to Atco Records in late 86, Terry left. Jason McMaster of, Boy- of Watchtower Assailant, uh, Dangerous Toys, Happy Kitties, was offered the gig but declined. Terry was replaced first by David Peacock and then Matt Lamore. Finally, Donnie Hart was brought back and an audition was given to Rhett Forrester, uh, but it turned out Phil Anselmo from Razor White was the final choice. His first gig was on January 11th, 1987. As we listen to Walk. <laughs> Wait a second. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that's right. Um, so the 1988 brought the album Power Metal, their fastest and heaviest yet, and at some point Rex Rocker lost an X. Soon he would lose his last name too. Oh, right, because it was Rex with two X's, I forgot. I completely forgot that that was... I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, soon he would lose his last name too, and in 1989, possibly due to an encounter with Slayer's Kerry King, on May 18th, and a video exists of the jam session, and also a later concert where they played Raining Blood and some Priest covers. Uh, at this as, point, as their glam <laughs> <laughs> at this point their glam image faded away. They also phased out of the old songs in the set list, uh, and brought in new ones that would appear in the 1990s Cowboys from Hell album. Ah, oh, love that. Uh, in 1992, Diamond Daryl became Dimebag Daryl, and around then, the band decided to officially disavow any knowledge of their early albums. <laughs> Gotta love that. They were like, yeah, that stuff that we did, we didn't do it. It's not Basically. that, like, you, we don't know what you're talking about. Basically. Yep. As a music collector, it's very sad for me when bands do that, because that stuff gets very rare and very expensive to find. Yeah. And it does that very quickly. I mean, to a degree, I I do understand, because I mean, like, listen to this compared to what was on those albums. You should hear Power right. Metal. I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It. Yeah, yeah. It's it's drastically different, and I'm not gonna say it's good or bad. Like, it is what it is. People like it, other people don't. But I'm saying, like, I understand why they would go through it. I'm not, I'm not con- uh, condoning it or condemning it. I'm just saying, like, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So this is something I didn't know. The members were known to swap instruments on stage at times, with Dimebag playing bass and singing, Anselmo playing guitar or bass, and Brown playing guitar or singing. I had no idea about that. I never saw that happen. <coughs> That's I cool. Saw, I saw them many, many times. I never saw that happen. That I can remember. But I was in the pits, you know and they're not watching that closely all the time. Yeah, where you're running around in a circle, crashing into people, it's kind of hard to pay attention to the stage. Well, to to them exchanging instruments and things like that. Yeah. I mean, Anselmo is an incredible front man. Yeah. He was fabulous. Honestly. Um, Speaking of him, he dabbled in many side projects over the years, from the widely successful Down with bassist Rex to Super Joint Ritual. Uh, He also appears on, uh, sorry, as Anton Crowley, guitarist in Necrophagia, and Viking Crown. Uh, back in 99, Phil Anselmo 
Fenris from Dark Thrones. Um, there you go. Seder from Seder Seder Yeah, Fenris is the lot of stuff. He's like a bit of a multi-tool man in metal. Say it again. More into the mic. Fenris. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fenris. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember which one of those two in Dark Throne got elected to a local position in Norway recently. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I love they were, that. They were arguing like, "Why did you do this?" Like, we don't want this. But everyone in the pot, like where they're from, like we know you. Like they, they're known for their, you know, artistical stuff, and they're like they did it just to mess with them. <laughs> Jesus. Right. We do love democracy. <laughs> so it was him. It was uh, Seder from Satyricon? Satyricon. Satyricon? Okay. Uh, Killjoy, Necrophagia, and Maniac from Mayhem started a super group called... I'm going to butcher the shit out of this. Avon? What? I didn't hear what you said. Avon? E-I-B-O-N. No, I don't know what that means. Avon? Ivan, maybe? Ivan? It's a B, not a V. Yeah, it might be Ivan. Like, in a lot of, like, Germanic languages, you ignore the first vowel and say the second one so. maybe yeah. i don't know the I don't know. E-I never heard that band. ask dr noise in class oh today just God, like write it down no. and just be like what does no. this mean what country is it is it supposedly from fuck if i know dude there's so many different people going it's a super group it's a super band so yeah, yeah. i mean you're I gonna get know. on this on this site they they know all the little tiny bands you know like and selmo i know a couple of those bands but like yeah i didn't even know two of them you named i've never heard super joint ritual down a few yeah um sorry okay so moving on you couldn't see alan rocking out in that last moment (laughs) um okay so they were supposed to record a full-length album but due to their heavy schedule plans were changed uh maniac ended up leaving the band and then they released one track called mirror soul jesus in moon fog 2000 compilation uh a different perspective perspective sorry Moonfog's a big label. Uh, okay, okay. Um, they also recorded an unnamed song. Both of them can be downloaded on Moonfog's site. Okay. Tres Diablos was a very short time project uh, where members of Pantera collaborated to do covers. Specifically, this was created for the compilation ECW Extreme Music Volume 1, covering the ZZ Top song, <laughs> Heard It on the X. Um... Dimebag Daryl, unfortunately, was shot to death on stage in a nightclub shooting on December 8, 2004, while performing with his band, Damage Plan. Um, that was a big leap. We didn't yeah. get through all the albums. I, well, that's coming next. Like, no. compilation appearances is the next section here. Oh, I see. So then it talks. Okay, so Cowboys from Hell on Speed Metal in 91. No Good for no one on Metal Forces presents Rock Ahead. This was 91 as well. Like, it just starts talking about main performances and shit, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, but that's how this uh, this history played out. It didn't give me much more than that up here. So. Can we supplement it with Dave's knowledge? <laughs> yes. And Trevor's knowledge as well. By all means. So one of the great shows. One of my favorite shows that I've ever been to was at the Irvine Bren Center, and it was Suicidal Tendencies, uh, Exodus, and opening was Pantera on the Cowboys from Hell tour when when Anselmo had the mohawk that was long hair, it was just a mohawk like just in the middle of his head. The Jason Newstead? Yeah. Oh my god. Went, went all the way down, like past his butt, 
They were great, though. They were amazing. And the whole place went berserk. It was a crazy, crazy concert. Uh, but they're incredible performers, even back then. I mean, from the moment they came out, ton of energy. Dimebag jumping all over the stage and Selma going nuts. And Selma was always, like, insanely thankful to the fans. He made speeches, longer and longer speeches, as their career went on, thanking metal fans for loving metal and being there and supporting this kind of music. Like, over maybe and above what most people wanted to hear you know kind of like dude shut up and play but yeah it it was also kind of cool because he would just wanted to talk about the love of this kind of music and and that sort of thing gotcha gotcha yeah uh i don't know a whole lot about bandera anymore there was more information in my head years ago when i started to really get into them a bit more um but i know that like I, I remember reading somewhere about how they were they were doing a tour in 2000 and 2001, I think is what it was, and it was going to bleed over into 2002 anyway. But what ended up happening was like all of that shit got canceled because of the 9-11 attacks. Mm. Um, and so then I think that I read that they never played again together after that so like the last gig together was pre 9-11 and then they were still abandoned until 2003 I think that's what I heard I, I don't know if that's right though I mean what I remember is that when Damage Plan came about there were some really bad feelings between Anselmo and the band which I think when you look at all the stuff that's gone on since then when those guys you know when everybody else was still alive and Things like Kerry King that I would play, you know, guitar for Pantera. They never, they never were able to heal those wounds. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure if it was between Vinnie Paul and Anselmo. I think that's where the problem was because Rex Brown has been involved in some of Anselmo's other projects. Yeah. So you have to kind of presume that there was something going on there. Uh, you know. So. Yeah. If you go see. Phil Anselmo and the Illegals now, it's, it's basically a Pantera set. Like, when they opened for Slayer, it was all Pantera songs. Gotcha. Um, but, I, but that's kind of what went down, is that they were not doing anything, so they did Damage Plan. You know, everybody did Damage Plan with a different singer. Yeah, and then a Hell Yeah came along. That, oh, yeah. That oh, yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. With yeah. Vinny running that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember that. I, I've listened to a couple Hell Yeah songs. And they still apparently have a couple of songs that he was on. It was just recently talked about how they're going to put out a couple of songs that Vinnie Paul had basically recorded with them that didn't make the last record they were going to do. Oh, so shit. I think I think three songs they were saying, if I remember right. That's crazy. Yeah, I gotta look into that. Gotta find out what's going on there because that's that's very much interesting AF. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean that, but but to loop around to what we used to do on here and ask about other experiences with Pantera and all that. Um, I mean, besides, you know, oh yeah, I know them because I've listened to these shows and I know these albums. Like, how did you even get into them in the first place? Um, I think I think there was something on the radio before I went to that concert. I have a tendency when I go to see a show, I research. I want to see what the other bands sound like. Just so if it's something I really, really love, I'm not wasting my time watching something and getting introduced to it live. So I, when I went to that Exodus and Suicidal show, we were listening to Cowboys from Hell. And once I got into that record, it was you know kind of over for me. I followed everything they did from that point forward. Gotcha. It was very different. The groove of Pantera was something that wasn't in the big four. It, it 
definitely had a different feel, which obviously has been very infectious for people since they've been around. Yeah. That, that groove allows people to get into their music, even though it's heavy, even though he's yelling, you know, that, that allows them to, to kind of fall in love with this band in ways that a band like Death Angel or a band like Testament isn't going to get fans in the same way because it's too intense, too serious, too complicated all the time, right? But if you have this groove that you can that you can bang your head to or mosh to or whatever that they yeah. had, I think that was the big element that that has allowed them to last and be as popular as they are to this day. So, gotcha. It's mostly my big brother. My I have, a, I have a brother who's four years older than me. Introduced me to a lot of stuff, and he was working at a record store. So it could have been that too that we got the record <laughs> before it came out, but it's one of those things. It's so long ago, I really don't remember. That's fair. It was a while ago, but I mean, still cool. Yeah. Why you, Trevor? Uh, I think I heard like five minutes alone just on like YouTube when I was like twelve. You guys are pretty cool. Hear more. <laughs> Yeah. Did you go to, down like the YouTube rabbit hole? Yeah, I mean, I find a lot of stuff I like through YouTube. <laughs> autoplay is a good friend of mine. Autoplay? Yeah. Gotta love mm. autoplay. Oh my. Mm. And that's set up like with an algorithm, kind of like Pan- Pandora started, so it'll put stuff that's similar on for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. My autoplay seems to just like go through the last things I've played over and over and over again it kind of annoys me I don't use the autoplay yeah I don't use it often because sometimes I end up just on like the weird side of YouTube <laughs> the weird side of YouTube it's a real thing it's a real thing <laughs> okay like I'll be like doing something and I'll like look over because I was like oh like what happened to the music I was listening to I'm like what is this it's just some random ass cat video that has some semblance of music in it that is loosely tied to whatever was playing before something like that like yeah it's you know it's the whole thing yeah but that's cool, Trevor. How are you? I would ask you, but you're not, so. Yeah, like, I was, I, you know, you were like, oh, I'm going to send you this album to listen to. And then you sent it so late. You could have listened this morning. <laughs> no. I, I, still think, I can't I, say that seriously. No. You specifically could not. I could. I, I still think a I missed my alarm this morning, so no. Should have been your alarm. <laughs> should have been my alarm, yeah. I think we Scare should make that a thing maybe next semester where... You know, we can give each other assignments and listen to records and talk about it. Yeah. That would be fun, I think. That's, that's, I'm working out details for that. Okay. Because I do want to do something like that. That's going to be a lot of fun, Ooh, I think. New I think content so alert. New content alert. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, for me, my experience with Pantera is I genuinely don't remember how I got into them. It wasn't a video game. It's usually a video it's game. It's usually yeah. a video game, but I don't think they were on a video game. Maybe they were? I don't, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised. They were Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys from Hell was on, I think, Guitar Hero too. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I think Cowboys from Hell was on that game. I can't remember. Yeah. But so maybe it was that. But I mean, I had already started going down the metal rabbit hole um, because of Guitar Hero three. So it's probably just in my search for random other shit. You know, like a, just randomly looking for metal bands and Pantera came across. And, Sorry. Um, Are you yawning in a Pantera? Oh, Pantera? <laughs> Trevor is disappointed. Let him be disappointed. I've had a very long week, okay? There's always time to headbang for Pantera. Man. Then why aren't you headbanging to Pantera? I have been this whole time. I like, like, bobbed my head for a good bit. 
lies. <laughs> so so lies. what what about their catalog? What do you what do you think about? I mean, it's basically four records, right? Basically, yeah. So I have so, two of them. Oh, I, you only have two of them. The other two I haven't sat with, so they haven't been put on the playlist yet. Uh huh. Um, and that is a yet because I'm imagining that they're gonna be, but I just don't know them well enough right now to be confident to put them on there. Yeah. Trevor, um, you have thoughts about the catalog? I mean, it's a pretty solid one. It's like like the first form of Metallica, but angrier. And there's not like a yeah. disappointing, you know, streak of like 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with oh, you on that. Wait a second. Wait a second. That Magnetic and, and, and Hardwired are not that bad. No, the 20 years is Load, Reload, Sane Anger. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, and Lulu. But I love oh. it. Yeah. We don't yeah. talk about Lulu. Yeah, I kind of like St. Anger, but that's just because I like everything. Like, it's just not a good Metallica album. It's not a good Metallica album, but yeah, I gotta agree. Like, there's some songs on there that I'm like, ooh, okay. Yeah. I can't. I can't believe you guys can even listen to it. I mean, the yeah. en- the engineering is is so unbelievably a- bad. I can't even hear what the songs sound like. Just ignore that. Like, I can't I- hear the guitar though. There's I don't know why you can't hear the guitar. It's, it's all snare and James Hetfield on that record, like <laughs> with everything. no with no reverb, just dry James Hetfield and a snare in your face. I mean, God, it is dry. <laughs> I listen to like albums literally made in the basement, so it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've done the same. Tre- so. Trevor's standards are much lower than yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. and like he's he's gonna absolutely agree. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not like. I don't know, man. I just cue my bass to, like, drop F, and I'm like, all right, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Put on the distortion. Let's go. Boy, did you say drop F? Yeah, I think my bass right now is tuned to drop G sharp. Go big or go home. <laughs> yeah. Lower than iTunes. Yeah. yeah. When, you, when you're telling me you're only in B sharp, like, that's it? Yeah. 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 I'm over here proud of my B because nobody plays in it, and you're like, man, get good. Thank <laughs> God. I mean, I think my four strings came to D, but I need to get me a, uh, what do you call it? Oh, wait, you're on a five string? I have two. But no, I know, but I mean, like, the drop F is, and all that is on a five string? Yeah. That makes way more sense. Yeah, I couldn't. I don't, I'm not going to use my bass that bad and put my four string in drop F without a pitch shifter, but. I, mean, <laughs> I ben, hope not. I mean, I want one, but Ben tuned pretty low, too. They were like, what, D standard, and then it went down and down to like C standard, maybe? Drop D? Right? Uh, yeah. I think, uh. Shit, was it C sharp that I play in for, like, Cemetery Gates? I think that's what I play in. Drop C sharp. I thought that was standard. Maybe that's just, you know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. This is one of them that I got to drop tune. I know Cowboys from Hell is um, standard. Yeah. Well, not really standard. Ooh, we got to talk about their tuning. Like, I just realized. Um, yeah, I got to take back. They have five records, really. I forgot about one of them. But. Uh, Far Beyond Driven. Reinventing the Steel. And. The Great Southern Trend Kill. You gotta listen to those, man. I mean, reinventing the steel. The thing I was gonna say, he he did an octave pedal, and that kind of took the metal world by storm. No one had really heard that. And then on the very first song on reinventing the steel, he you know plays a note and then shoots it up like five octaves with his <laughs> pedal. 
Okay. And, and it was it's very like it was a big moment to hear something different at that time. So Okay, so check this out. Um this is a page called Student of Guitar and it's all about Pantera tuning. Um, uh. so it starts with guitar tuning in the context of A four forty and how like that's what we use to tune pretty much everything, right? That's um so A4 is equal to 440 hertz, like that whole thing, right? Um, so then what Pantera does, so this is what it says. Okay. So what does all of this have to do with Pantera and the tunings this band uses? Well, Pantera often deviates from the Stut- Stut- Stuttgart sorry, pitch standard and tunes their A4 and thus all other notes to a different baseline frequency. This is significant because Pantera is a very influential metal band, and Dimebag Darrow is one of its band members who has had a profound influence on how many approach the electric guitar. For the most part, the band's guitarist Dimebag Darrow and bassist Rex Brown tuned to E standard. This, however, changed over time as they started using drop D and other tunings. And with some of their later albums, they even started using in-between tunings. In short, they didn't care for the A440 standard. And I assume they never really cared about the iOS standards in general. For instance, let's take Becoming, a song from the 1994 album Far Beyond Driven. The guitar tuning on it features the same distribution of intervals as with E standard. However, we have something that's between C sharp and D standard tunings. Interesting, I never knew that. You, yeah, so technically it's D tuning that's lower than A440 standards. Uh, and this is something that they implemented in plenty of their other songs and also why I started this article discussing A440. Another example of their unusual alternate, t- alternate tunings is their legendary song Cowboys From Hell, which is why it never sounds right when I play it. Um, here we have the E standard tuning that's just slightly before a- uh, below A440 standard. Most commonly, this bottom string of the sixth string. Why is it said like that? That's weird. Uh, is tuned to E2, equating to 82.41 hertz. However, in Cowboys from Hell, it goes just below that particular frequency. But at the same time, all the other strings are down proportionally. Some say that it's a quarter of a step. However, it's less than that. Um, it's, it's about it's between an eighth and a sixteenth step is where it's at. Um, but yeah. So I, now this isn't. I, I, I don't know what his historical knowledge is, but that's something that's really, really common with early music instruments as well, where a lot of people think it's just, you know, a, a half step down, but that's not exactly what it is. And when you start to study the history of tuning, you get into all different ways of tuning instruments. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know what kind of history they know or whether they would have researched things like that, but that's what it sounds like to me is that they learned about some of the history of tuning instruments and they were kind of playing around with that. Harry Parch, a classical composer, is a monster when it comes to this idea of finding exact and perfect tunings to instruments. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so the last thing they're talking about is like, yes, it's definitively lower than A440. Um, Some people suggest that it's 430 hertz for the A note. Um, I personally have heard uh, A432 is what is the closest to being precise. And the thing about them is that they didn't necessarily do super precise tuning for all of this shit. I know they tuned um, 
very relative to what sounded right. Um, and it wasn't exactly right. Like our 12 tone temperament system, everything's the same, but arguably. But they were like, <laughs> no. Well, you got to think about well-tempered. There's mean tone tuning where the fifths are perfect. There's all kinds of different tunings. That's why I said arguably. Yeah, right. I mean, well-tempered, your, your octaves are right, but your fifths are off. Right? Yeah. And that's what you're, I think, referring to is like the standard tuning. If every interval is correct, your octaves are off. Like a spacing between the, if each thing has the proper spacing between each half step, everything's messed up. You've got to be a little bit out of tune to be what we call in tune. Yeah, and it's, it's it's why we've come up with tuning in three different fucking ways. Right. Because, right. right. yeah, it, something's always going to be off, and we need to make the make that the least way possible. But, but yeah, so I, they, I know that they would tune to their own instruments and to each other, but never to, like, a tuner necessarily. Right. Um, but, yeah, so A, A3, A432 is what I've known. Um, so for, hearing 430, that's a little lower, and I'm like, okay. A little more awkward, but okay. Most people can't hear the difference, I wouldn't say. Most people cannot, but let's see if uh, we all can. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Am I going to be uncomfortable? Maybe. Yeah. Thanks. Um, let me just make sure I can hear, or I find A430. Okay, so I'm going to pause the music real quick, because I found this video, maybe not a video? Where's the video? Oh, here it is. Uh, maybe? No, not that video. Where'd it go? Oh, here it is. Okay. This is, um, oh, this is Paul, um, fuck, I forgot his last name. Davids, Paul Davids. So, let's see. Uh, let me open this on YouTube so I can see if there's like Fibonacci series. Where is Madigan when we need him? I know. <laughs> Jinx you, Minnesota. I owe you nothing. Because <laughs> let me. I want to see if there's a. I've seen this video too, um, but I, I'm trying to see if there's like a. Um, Fuck! I forget what they, they did. Timestamps. Although I was aware of the rumors, I was not well acquainted uh, with the 432 theory. Anyway, not to say the least. So to start at the beginning, the frequency of 440 hertz uh, is the A above middle C. Yeah, we know that. I just want to hear the tone. Come on. C is close to 256. Got my metronome here where I can just turn it on. Yeah, and you can just like play like the A and then you can change it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, because like normally I tune to A440, but I have tuned to A432 for certain things, which is like always really weird. Yeah, early music is okay. 415, but it's not exactly. It's a certain number of cents underneath. Yeah. So for my Viquel and Bro guitar stuff, I tune yeah. down to 101.5 cents below okay. 440. Yeah. We found it. Okay, so here's a playthrough. That's 440. I love just listening to Ode to Joy. We're not gonna talk about what he's playing. Just listen to flashbacks to a few weeks ago in guitar class. I'm sorry, what? We had to play Ode to Joy in Dave's class. That didn't sound fun. It, sorry, it wasn't. Okay. It was in the book. Theme. Yeah, yeah. Dave didn't write the book. He just okay. edited the book. That's right. Here's 432. Can you hear it? The yeah. difference? Yeah. 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 Can you hear it? Okay. Yeah, I can hear it. 
Okay. This is brutal. Keep it going. Okay, okay, me. Brutal, because it's lower. It's brutal. When do the blast beats come in? What's wrong? When do the. Oh my god. When do the pig spools come in? Come on. I'm just Bruh. I tried. I tried to get them to hear it, man. They, they, they just weren't into it. Yeah, okay. I tried. That song's so then, great. So good. I can't. Okay. Every time I go on TikTok, I see. A432. Is like, oh, I'm so temperament. Oh, hold on. Okay. To the 440 version. <laughs> tuning Not Adam Neely from five years ago. Singers suffer, lowering the vibrational. I thought it was going to be just the tone. I was looking for the tone. It's all good. I think we got the point. Yeah, it's fucking. Oh. Oh. Come on. Trevor. My bad. Come on. We have rules, bro. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we don't have rules. We all just keep our shit silent. Yeah. I well, do. Alan's is on vibrate, but it's always on vibrate. Yeah. I'm on silent. Me too. Yeah, I didn't. I flicked it on my by accident. My friend texted me at the wrong time. We do love that. Which friend is it? Uh, okay. This is A at 430 hertz. I am like a little uncomfortable with this. Okay. And then here's A at 440 hertz. Oh, this is State Farm. Come on. Why you gotta do me like that? State Farm is pretty metal. Not <laughs> this K. A at 440. A at 430. It's only a couple cents, but it makes all the difference. I gotta lower the shit out of this volume before I hit play again. Yes, please. <sighs> Not trying to blow out our eardrums. But yeah, so them tuning to different things makes it very hard to play when you're tuned quote-unquote properly. Um, and that is very subjective, in my opinion. But, I mean, it's it gave them their sound, I think. You know? Yeah. Yep. It worked. I never knew they did that. Yeah, it's it was crazy when I found that out because like I remember trying to play Cowboys from Hell and I'm like, and I'm like, wait a second, this doesn't sound right. What doesn't this sound right? What's going on? Right. And I'm like going over 16 different tabs because that's what I was reading at the time. Right. Um, and I was trying to hear it. Right. And like, you know, looking up what tuning it's in, all of it, right? And when I looked up the tuning and it said a 430 or whatever it was, and I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? Right. <laughs> Me. And um, yeah, and then I figured it out. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna have to deal with it. I'm yeah. not about to retune like that every time I'm gonna play Pantera. You have to have another guitar. I have to have another guitar. <laughs> just label it the Pantera guitar. That's right. Let's there you go. Yeah, I had a Dean dime bag flying V Dean, right? Oh, I don't even like V's, man. Yeah. I don't even like Dean's. Even or their bases. Yeah, yeah, but. But that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah. Um, they definitely had a solid catalog, though. I think all five records have, you know, legit songs, great, great music, heavy, very consistent. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta look into the rest of them and yeah, really be like, yeah, let's go, you know. Yep. But um, but yeah, I, I uh, that first, the first couple times playing this shit was rough on my ears because I didn't understand why it didn't sound right mm. yeah I remember that was when I learned how to microtune and like be pitch perfect I guess yeah you could say yeah and then it was still off and I was like motherfucker what is happening <laughs> if you tune fun time it won't matter. what if you tune low enough it won't matter 
<laughs> yeah, man, man, man. Get a pitch shifter, go to what? C10? I don't, I don't know the name for it. C1, C0? Yeah. Jesus Christ, that's low. <laughs> well, you're not playing in drop E? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Get no. a pitch shifter, man, come on. Join the wave. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm happy with just having a guitar tune to be. It's it's very fun for me. I love that there's somebody else slowly, here that helps you edge him. shit. Just edge him down slowly, yeah, gradually. Just a little bit at a time. Dang! Curse drop A. How could you? You say curse drop A? First drop A, then you know. Oh, drop first drop A. I already play in A. In drop A. One of the songs I wrote is in drop A. Oh, well, that cat's out of the bag. You want to play Starter to Prevail? Ooh. <laughs> what? No, you said that cat's, the cat's out of the bag. Oh, yeah. Dropped the mixtape without me. Wow. <laughs> nah, it hasn't dropped yet, bro. It has not dropped yet. Chill. We still got a lot of songs to write. So. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm looking forward to the summer and trying to jam and writing stuff. I'm about to play some Pantera covers, too, because why not? Cool. What are you guys going to do? No idea. Nothing for, like, the set. I mean, just, like, because I want to play Pantera. Well, your first choice, babe. What comes to mind? Walk. I thought so. It's a good song. It's so good. <laughs> oh, I love that song. It's I uh, can't get over how good that song is, man. And no business being that good. Oh shit. But yeah, I, I, I probably that. Uh, Artist shredding's a good one. Yep. Uh, of course, Cowboys from Hell, Cemetery Gates. Those are good. Primal oh. Concrete Sledge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Domination. Yeah. Domination, yeah. of yeah. course. How could I forget Domination? They did breakdowns before breakdowns were a thing. Yeah. Fucking facts, bro. Yeah, but Pantera, yeah. Pantera has, has influenced me for sure. Like, you know, creating a sound that is heavy and aggressive, you know, because, like, thrash only goes so far. <laughs> Right? It's no, wrong. But there's, you know, I'm it's kidding. Still going. I, Listen, man, you can only call me so many times. Not true. <laughs> tell that, yeah, tell that to the gen, uh, gen community. That's right. That's right. You gotta start going in 13, 16 and drop whatever. <laughs> Polyrhythms. That's great. The second wave of thrash is amazing. You didn't even want to go there. Your head's exploding. Revocation. It's polyrhythms, man. He started talking about polyrhythms. Oh. I was like, fuck. Oh. Little Mashuga coming at you. <laughs> get a nine string. There you go. Get a nine string? Yeah, oh my goes. god, at that point just get a freaking um get a piano. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what you need to get the extended range basses too, so you're tuned to part tuning, like all it is is just the brown note or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean that's how mine sounds. I just run it through like a really good distortion pedal, so it's all just that was weak. Bass go burr. It goes burr. <laughs> Bass go purr. It goes burr. Burr. Yeah, I'll send you a. When I get home, I'll send you a. The tuning you're using right now. You can send him that, and you can send me Frank pictures. I'll do both. Awesome. That was really low. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like I was saying, they've they've influenced my playing for sure. Um, just because I like you know again how low it is how aggressive it is and, and no and while while it's not exactly 
shown in my music like my music is heavier because of them like it would be still fast and still you know uh convoluted because i like torturing myself like that for some reason but it wouldn't be as low tuned if it wasn't for bands like pantera and, and avatar and, and and other shit like that that showed me the beginnings of low tunings is what i should say to not insult trevor <laughs> whenever i think about it i always think about cannibal corpse i don't uh, listen to cannibal corpse so assignments I played them for class yesterday. That was fun. Eating back to life, their first album showed them that. Hammer smash face. Um, That band's legendary, man. They've been around since the early 80s. Still going strong. I had a friend that listened to them a lot and was constantly like, oh my god, they're so cool because this, because that, and blah, 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 and yada, yada, yada. and I just never got into it. But she was, she was into Cannibal Corpse, Mindless Self-Indulgence, and shit like that. And, you know, she, she is probably one of the reasons that I am so open about metal. is because she was so open about it. And she, oh my god, I love it. And I love this. And I love that. And it's so good. And blah, blah, blah. And, and like, that was when I was... Like, I had already been into metal at that point, but never, like, like that. And I was like, cool, let's go. Well, Cannibal Corpse begs the question, are you into metal and horror movies? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's really what it's about. It's as gory and violent as it gets, but they define death metal. You know, them, yeah. and, them and death were kind yeah. of the, the main pioneers of that. Yeah, so. yeah. We need Chuck back. We do. <laughs> but, uh, okay, are you into metal and are you into horror? Yeah, actually, and nobody's ever talked to me about it like that. And it's just really funny because she's into neither. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, it, but it's, I think it's amazing with the horror boom, how many more people and what kind of a diverse audience Cannibal Corpse can draw at this point where before people just thought they were fringe and weird and they're headlining on all their <laughs> Like tours. she just threw up the horns, holy shit! <laughs> Go Toro. Oh my god, I don't care, it's horns. <laughs> Toro podcast only. Oh god. <laughs> only Teddy the Toro headbanging. <laughs> only. Oh. Nothing more. Nothing less. I need to see Teddy Toro headbanging to like, I don't Yo. know, obituary. So, that would be great. Wait, so are we getting Teddy Toro on the podcast? What? I think we need to. <laughs> I would love to. My only thing with that is Teddy doesn't talk. So No, but we can do it for pictures. Just we can do it for pictures. <laughs> and I'm down with that. But We just have Teddy stand in the corner and headbang. Yeah. We, we, we just <laughs> laugh at it the whole That's time. what we need. Like a little video of us exactly. doing the podcast with Teddy headbanging. So I love it. if you're listening Teddy. and you're, uh, you know, willing, willing, please, please come. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, your head's already on the door. Yeah. And is our light. Just like <laughs> come drop in, hang out for a few minutes. <laughs> Let us put it on our Instagram. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay. Um, so I've, I've loved this conversation. Let's move to new music suggestions. Uh, so, Trevor, you've heard a couple episodes of the podcast, right? I listen to one or two, yeah. Do you do you know what suggestions section is necessarily, or do you want me to just break it down for you? Uh, Lexi gave me a quick rundown, just like, but I'm willing to hear if you want to. I mean, if she gave you a quick rundown, then I will second it and just be like, yeah, so um, this part doesn't need to be metal necessarily. Anybody can suggest anything. Uh, we listen to it. We talk about it. And um, there's a running uh, contest 
uh, unofficially to get songs on the playlist. Uh, of which Dave is currently the champion because he's he gets his song on like every episode. Successfully gotten the song on the playlist every episode um, since he's been <laughs> on here. So Dave is with his victory arms <laughs> again. Hold on, let me let me. So uh, yeah, um, and remember, I already tried Lorna Shore. I don't know if you listened to that episode or not, and and and, and, and heard how oh unhappy yeah, Alan was. Um, so I need to I need to put an apology out to everybody that listens last week's episode that we filmed or recorded i should say um technically still isn't up because i dropped the ball so i, I need to get on that didn't even notice yeah it, yeah I, I, yeah so i, I will be posting be that nice, as soon Trevor. as absolutely possible no let him he's right um he's new here he doesn't get he doesn't get to do this yet uh, well, if you're gonna block him off that's another story i'm not going to but i'm not gonna stop you from stopping him so that being said, uh, yeah, I will get it up. I am so sorry. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, that episode will have already been released. I'm so sorry, but but yeah, I dropped the ball on that one. Um, but anyway, so yeah, uh, new music suggestions. So, uh, does anybody want to go first? I'm happy to if nobody else does. Be my guest, Dave. All right, so a lot of people think, think that Pantera came up with this original groove sound. And it's just not true. There's another band that a lot of people believe they stole the sound from. A band called Exhorter. Who was also from Texas and was doing this, this sort of groove sound before Pantera did. The song I want you to play is called Slaughter in the Vatican. <laughs> oh, shit. Quite the song title. Is my, is my show going to be okay? <laughs> no, you've got me on. <laughs> I'd say let's say it. I don't know I'm trying looking for them. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, here we go. Just wait. Not the Gregorian chant. Just wait, just wait. I'm scared. You should be. I am very much afraid. If I'm scared, how do you feel? I am terrified right now. Let's go. Okay. That's Pantera. Yeah. I was like, wait a second, buddy. <laughs> okay. Yo, what the fuck? So this is from 1990. 1990? Okay, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. That's good. The, this band recently re- reunited. They just put an album out in 2019, but... 90 and 92 were the first two records. Gotcha. I like it. That's good. There's a little more trouble in the guitars than I would necessarily like. But it's 90. But it's 90, so yeah. I can forgive it. Yeah. Like if it was today, like, I mean, come on. <laughs> no. Get, get no. darker, but no. but for what it is, like, yeah, no, I love it. I just really like dark tones. Like, that's my thing. Yeah. Dark tones is where it's at for me. Oh, shit. What? What is that? What even is that subdivision? <laughs> that should just sound like... It is not subdivided. It is just hits. Listen to the voice. Think Phil on Selma. I mean, yeah. Easily. So, obviously... Very anti-Christian, right? Slaughter at the Vatican. But this uh, this album is an absolute classic. 
Well, thanks everybody. My show just got cancelled. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, while this song is still playing out, though, um, next suggestion? Uh, if You Can't Hang, Sleeping With Sirens. I know how to play that song. Let's go. Huh? You, you know how to play that song, yeah. is what you said. I thought you were going to... Hey, we're going to suggest that... Uh, well, we have a whole bunch of time right now, so I'm just like, I might. I, like, fully listened to it last night, and I was like... Aw. No, like, it's good. I like it. And I'm like, the like you would like the chorus. Like, right. the instrumentation for it. But, but I'm it just, sounds it's like, like everything else where I'm just like... 13-year-old mm. me went hard to this. To what? Me too. For real, just had like that whole like phase in like middle school. <laughs> Come on, are you are you down with the history of Pantera? Are you down with where it came from? Come on, listen to that. Is that what he said? No, that's what I'm saying. I'm oh, saying I'm, I'm saying this is this is what influenced Pantera. Yeah, I can easily tell that. That's that's there's no question. Like even if this band came out after Pantera Sound came out yeah. after this, so I, yeah, I see it. I see it. That's crazy. I'm like caught on the fence, dude. <laughs> Cause like the production is so different. It's so like bad nineties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they didn't, but have, then they didn't like, have the money that Pantera did. Yeah, Pantera at that point had been around for a while, so yeah. it makes sense to a degree. But also like it's, it's like the overall mix is pretty low too. Yeah. You know, which is the sad part. Yeah, right. Cause like, I mean, I have the volume up much more than I normally do for the background music. Yeah. And it sounds like the background music volume. Yeah. It's like, that's not their fault necessarily. Right. But it takes away. Cause like, you know, metal is supposed to be listened to loud. Right. It needs to be remastered, basically. It needs to be remastered. If like, they can remaster it, like it'll be so much better. They might for they, sure. they might be working on that because they you know, like I said, that the new album just came out, so they're maybe trying to get money to re put it out. I'm sure it would be huge. I think they're coming around the country playing this album on their tour that's the next tour. Oh cool. Cool 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 cool. That would be very cool. I think you know, all things considered, I think that I think that I can allow it on the playlist. Yes. <laughs> victory arms again. You love your victory arms, my guy. Just put it on. <laughs> Are you still looking, Trevor? No, I have a few songs. I, I, if you're not rocking with Lorna Shore, then oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Please suggest Lorna Shore. I mean, don't, don't tell him what to do. Let I'm him not telling him. I'm asking him. I said please. Yeah, I'll, con- I'll run it by the council. I'll, I'll consider The it. council <laughs> is me and Dave. <laughs> <laughs> do you like him, uh, older Shore? Yo, hold up. Time out. Lexi, hold up. I really like that. for Because it's the main host and my co-hosts. No. The council. <laughs> I like that. Yep. I'm using that. Cool. All credits to you for coming up with it by accident. Hell yeah. <laughs> All credits to you though, but this is the council. Yeah. 
Fuck yeah. <laughs> I want my royal PPs. <laughs> Trevor, you are not on the council yet. You have joined this meeting, but you have not been a granted title of the council. Okay. Please Dude, tell me so. Please tell me you all understood that reference. I did, yeah. Dude, yeah. you've been here like an hour. <laughs> like. You stole my thing. I'm suing you like exhorter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Older Lord Shore is like. What is this? It's hers, isn't it? Sleeping. No. No, this is oh, not. This is still it. This is still Slaughter in the Vatican. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, this Wait, is not. Wait, hold on. Time out. Listen, what? Is that a baby crying? That is a baby crying. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen to the baby. <laughs> Dave! <laughs> this isn't Slayer's Dead Skin Mask, bro. Please. <laughs> This is the kind of stuff that got me to play classical guitar, though. This kind of these kind of interludes are what I fell in love with when <laughs> I was a kid. The interlude was dark as hell. Oh my god! <laughs> Baby's the only thing left after the slaughter at the Vatican, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why did you text me that? What is wrong with you? It's a song, bro. Don't worry. Okay. Um. He's gonna drag you lower. I'm just gonna keep dragging you to the dark side. <laughs> Trevor, Trevor's all on your side, Dave. I hope you know that. All right. While right this on. song is playing, Trevor, what's your suggestion? Uh, hold on. I just had it. <laughs> My bad. Boy. Anything to numb by burials. Found it. Okay. This is who you saw in concert, right? Yeah, it was so good. I was like waiting for him to come back, and he was like, I'm gonna be in the pit. And I was like, okay, let me know if you need medical attention. (laughs) Nah. It was bad. I watched him die get dead. Like, it was, he was playing a soccer career. He chose this big, like. (laughs) Jerry was like, I'm not gonna get my shit rocked. (laughs) I'm not. I have class tomorrow. I'm not trying to get punched in the face. I was fully prepared for him to show up at my dorm with a broken nose. Nah, that rarely happens at metal shows. What? <laughs> Shut up! Let me have it. <laughs> what shows are you going to? I know, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was trying to. Mosh pits are family friendly. I don't know about all that, chief. Uh, we, no, we, we, but we could but have a discussion of the worst injury you've gotten in the pit. I've <laughs> only been in the one so far. Well, really? I guess two technically. What about um, you? I got punched in the back of the head really hard. This guy was just like, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he was he was that guy. He was just like, he hit some girl like trucked her like, dude, this isn't even that heavy. Yeah. <laughs> like, who are you? He stunk though. He smelled like a poor loco. <laughs> it's really hard for me to listen to this. I'm just trying to make so, you uncomfortable right so now. So female lead singer. No, this is no, a man. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He That's has, why it makes me he, uncomfortable. He, like, ah. His range is actually pretty impressive. He not in this song, but like just through their discography in general. Like he can like scream super high. Cool. But like this is as low as he goes in this song, but he can drop it. I think another octave below this. Yeah. An interesting timbre choice. Well, that's that. It's the timbre. Yeah. Because Rob Halford sings up here, right? Regularly. But right. his timbre is vastly different. Right. It's it's 
reminds me of the choices that different singers over the years make to maybe sound like little kids. A lot of female artists like to sound like young girls, like Madonna, like a virgin, oh. versus later on Madonna where she sounds more mature. Yeah. And then that became a trend in pop music for a lot of female singers to sing that way. I'm just not used to hearing a male like try to sound like a teenager. Kind of what this sounds like to me a little bit. I think this is one of their early albums. So like they were, I think, like 19 or 20 doing yeah. this. Like yeah. This is like early like scene core. Yeah, this is, I don't remember what when What core did you call it? Scene core. It's not scene the actual name, core. but... It's not. But it might as well be. It might as well be. It's like that. Yeah, this is from 2011. So this is... They'd been around maybe three years. Maybe. But see, like... It, I'm trying to envision uh, The male, shit that bothers me about uh, this male. this type of sound, right? This This sound is very much... The type of sound that, like, musically speaking, take the voice entirely away sounds like something that would be in a, in a fucking movie, right? Which inherently has nothing wrong with it. But then you toss in the whining vocals, and that's what I'm going to call them. Um, it really destroys any semblance of... of me wanting to listen to it. Anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm going to completely blow it up for you. This totally reminds me of My Chemical Romance. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> Yeah, it's from like that same age. I was wrong. They, which, their which first album dropped in 2010. He hates. <laughs> he really does. Yeah. I know. I did this specifically just to annoy Alan. Oh, nice. Good yeah. for you. We're spending a lot of time together today, so I'm just like starting strong. There you go. So I this haven't is even your, eaten this is yet, yours. dude. Like, me neither. What is the name of this band again? Burials. 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 Oh, yeah. Where are they from? Philly. Okay. Label? Philly? You know label they're on? Uh, Fearless. Okay. God, that's low. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's drop F. Or no, it's... Yeah, drop F. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. This one's so hard in the pit. I'm just gonna be basic and do Cemetery Gates because we didn't get to that album. Um, also, Pantera. This sounds sounds like hardcore, just lower. Yeah. yeah. That's, going doing that. like, Why does he sound like Corey Taylor to me though? I can't. I hear that. Hear that, right? Yeah, a lot of the same timbre. It's it's not to be insulting in any way whatsoever. It's just that's just a similarity that I'm getting. Well, you know, with as big as Slipknot is, it's not the worst play in the world, right? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I just we're a variation on Slipknot that could make you a lot of money. Honestly, yeah. Like, we're Slipknot, but stupid low. Yeah. Slipknot already plays really low. So. Yeah. But. It's very similar to Corey Taylor, which is pretty cool. Ooh. Oh, I like that. That was cool. Triplets. Yeah. (laughs) I always tell people, if you can learn how to play triplets and throw those in, it's going to make it sound so different. And that's perfect. A couple of my solos on my solo album have uh, triplets all just scattered throughout for no reason. Right. Um, Same with the metal. Some of the... There's two songs that I think have triplets in the in their solos that I wrote out, which is 
fucking annoying to play sometimes. So I'm like, why did I do this to myself? I is again. I'm caught in between because like it sounds super cool, but I can't get Corey Taylor's voice out of my head, <laughs> and that's really unfair to the band. <laughs> their new vocalist sounds really good though. Like, this is not the, the current vocalist. I mean, no, they're he left, but the guy who took over was already in the band, and you can hear him during the chorus. Okay. I think. I think I'm gonna give them the chance and put them on the playlist for now. One for one, let's go. And then, <laughs> and then it's a conditional we'll put on the it, playlist. It is conditional. It is very much conditional. I have to, I have to sit with it louder and 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 you know be able to dissect it. And I want to, which is why it's on the playlist. But it could come off the playlist. So conditionally, one for one. We'll see what happens by next week. Understandable. Yeah, because there's a lot of potential there, and I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. How much hardcore have you listened to? Uh, not that much the older hardcore, because I'm really into that new, like, I'm into, like, metalcore, like, deathcore, and that new, like, old school stuff that's come out around recently. That's where I really like to sit with it. I just, I just think for me, at this point in my life, I've heard so much hardcore. Uh, I'm sure you've heard about deathcore like going out of style like people don't even like that label anymore they're really like it's like emo it's gone so out of style people get really offended by that term and i get that because you know like the metal breakdowns in that stuff got so predictable like how you dislike that music because it sounds so predictable you said movie music i think with a lot of the metalcore and the deathcore it's like the, the bands do the same thing it's like a such a formula over and over again it's got it's gotten really unpopular you know like bands are walking away from that label a lot i think but for me like when i hear hardcore like what what we just listened to i've heard it so many times from so many different bands i want to hear a new angle on it i get really tired of hearing the same like because it's really simple it's just a rhythmic idea you can almost put any chords to it right like you're saying drop f that's kind of cool but like what are you going to do with it yeah it's been around for so long and it's been used the same way so often it's like you need variation on what they're going to do with it, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think uh, I think those are all super strong points for it. Um, one of the other things that has me so against a lot of it is it's not just that the breakdowns are predictable, and and uh, but also that they're basic. Right. Right, which yeah. are two different things in the right. grand scheme of things, right? Right. But like... I've been looking, I've been, you know, doom scrolling on Instagram every once in a while. Doom scrolling. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That that feels accurate. Yeah. Just for Instagram in general. That's what it is. Anyway, so I'm like doom scrolling and sometimes I get into some metal stuff. And and so I remember seeing this video of this guy. He was like, oh my God, listen to this. And it it was was either, I think it was metalcore. And uh, and he was like, listen to this. Like, you got to wait for the drop. You got to wait for the drop, right? Right. Uh, And I'm just... (laughs) He knows where I'm going with this. And then it builds, it builds, it builds. And then the drop was the most disappointing thing I've ever heard. Right. And this dude's like, yeah. And I'm just like, that was shit. What are you talking about? Right. Think, no, go for it, go for it. I think with a lot of like, the core stuff, over the time, it's like definitely more like, yeah, there's so much of it. It's like, bro, if I hear another breakdown and drop C, I'm going to flip my shit. Right. <laughs> but like, I think about Deathcore now, like it's gotten really big because there's so many like 
like Lorna Shore, even though I know you two aren't too keen on them. <laughs> or like. But I think they're doing something different with yeah. it. I mean, that song is hitting big because of everything else other than that element of it. And they're not wearing that label on their sleeve. Like, you yeah. know, like Whitechapel used to be a deathcore band, but they're not anymore. Yeah. They've gone on to like expand on that sound and do different things. Yeah. The only one left for me is Unearth. I still like them a lot. Do you listen to them? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Slaughter to Prevail. Like, I don't know. I've been really in that scene just because... Yeah, I need my drop A. Right. It's like, <laughs> but it's gotten like there's so many bands out right now like Slaughter to Prevail. They're um, doing well. I've heard their name. Yeah, there's. Ooh, if you hate Lorna Shore, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. If I got time, one you'll hate more. <laughs> yeah, I mean another. Sounds like Trevor. Yeah, I mean if we have time, you need to listen because they like they're like Slipknot deathcore. In a, it, it, that's not a good way to describe, but they have that like it's not just zero 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 one. Like they do some, their drummer and their vocalist are just, Jesus Christ. Like, I, I tried playing it, their bass line, and it's just all trem picking and like, I'm jumping across the frets. So it's a tech thing then at this point. It's they, pretty techy, but they still have breakdowns, but it's not just like, the way they do it, it's more than, it's, it's good. And they like, it's such a new twist on it that when it dropped last year, me and my friend were like, when they come here, we're seeing them, but they're not, because you know, yeah. they're Russian and... That's not oh, happening, yeah, right? That's not, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're really popular, though. I mean, I've heard about them on some like different festivals and stuff. Like people want to get them on, so you should play it for us so we can hear it. Oh yeah, it's a. It's I really like them. I was thinking about Bauer when I chose that song. Yeah, I played I played Unearth in class yesterday for metal. No way. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. So that's take cool. my class, man. Yeah, <laughs> take Doctor Dave's history of rock class. That's right. <laughs> credit requirement i'm loading so many classes right now because i transferred from community college I'm like yeah these classes don't count That's i know all. it's awful Thank you. oh are. man yeah i if i have the time i will be hopping into that class i have like you're gonna laugh at over. me dude you're gonna you're, i have like it'll, it'll be 22 fun. units up next semester so we'll see <laughs> that hurts yeah it does hurt like you got on the paperwork to start that by the way I need to. I need to. Oh, I need to talk to Dr. Ganner. Well, because I, I just fucking, I will send you, because I have a blank copy of one of them. Awesome. I still need to talk to Dr. Ganner. No, of course. But yeah. it's a lot of fun in person. I miss doing it in person. It's been a long time since I got to sit there with students and play Napalm Death and have people just start laughing. You the, suffer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. Oh, sorry. It's great. It was fun yesterday. It was a fun day for me, for sure. Next time you need to start with the breakdown for Lorna Shore, it's like, this is what we're covering. (laughs) (laughs) I think what I explained yesterday is, like, I wanted to make the connection between Elvis Presley and Behemoth. (laughs) And I wanted to show them how you get there and whose shoulders you stand on in order to get there and to hear everything. So I played Blow Your Trumpets, Gabriel, which, you know, has all these different... It's got thrash, it's got black metal, it's got death metal elements. Like, it's so layered. But if you don't know what all those things are, you think it's just noise, right? Yeah. But if I can build, like, <laughs> okay, this is the elements of that's ripping off the Rolling Stones. This is the element that's ripping off, you know, Jimi Hendrix. Like, all the different layers that it takes to actually get there. So, yeah. I felt like they got what I was selling. <laughs> they were picking up what you were putting down, Dave. That baseline exit. I, when I heard that, I was like, have you ever seen them? No, I haven't. Dude, it's got to be on your bucket list. They're so good live. And it's just, it's a ritual. It's amazing. 
I've been trying to see them. I so, so I have a selfish question, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> If you I can get even, to the question. I can't even get to it. Let's hear it. Do I? What? It, what? <laughs> yeah? I'm sorry. Just it's, As soon as I said it, I realized how funny this is. Okay. Um. So you you play a lot of... Oh, shit. I have 600 songs on the playlist. Yeah. Broke 600. Cool. Um. So... so you, you gotta get to 666. It has to be the queen of songs for 666. It has to be like... Yeah. 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 I agree. We'll get to that bridge when we get to it. Um, numbers are gonna change anyway. So since I'm reshuffling all this shit, but yeah. Um, okay. So the the selfish question: Are you you because you play metal? Are you going to one day shamelessly play your students' band's songs? Play a me, what? render me insane <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously. But y- y- are you though? Yeah. Am I the only one that heard knocking? Yes. Yeah, oh, I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything. Okay. Um, so what I do before I before class for the students who show up 10, 15 minutes early is I play whatever I want. So that's when I would consider playing something like that. Like, oh. commonly I try to play them stuff that I'm not going to have time to get to yeah, or yeah, bands yeah. that are on tour because I make them go to a concert for each half of the semester. So you go to two concerts and write two concert reports. <laughs> so I try <laughs> to play them like, like Behemoth is playing May 15th with Arch Enemy. And so I played, I played Arch Enemy and Behemoth and Napalm Death because that, those bands are coming to play. Right. So, uh, yeah, that would be that would be the time to do it. But adding it to the history of rock class, takes, no, not a not take, a chance. Takes a it's lot not. more significance. There are bands from my childhood I just, yeah. that I try to integrate. Like I talked about uh, progressive metal. Oh, okay. And there's a band that I knew personally that I went to a lot of the rehearsals and I'd seen their shows a lot called Civil Defiance. Mm-hmm. That was the very Frank Zappa influenced and very much progressive metal. So I include that in the class, although justification wise, it's a, you know it's very thin yeah. justification to play that sort of thing because they never got big enough to justify playing them. But I never heard anything like them. Uh, but I played Gojira at that nice. moment because I think that's a great gateway drug to all kinds of metal. So. L'Enfant Sauvage nah. got a little little spin for them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't. I definitely wasn't asking you about putting the the band in the curriculum of the class. Right. That's not what I meant. I yeah. did just mean playing them out. I mean, especially if you guys play live, I would I would advertise for you by like yeah. you know playing it for them and saying, hey, this is you know. We're we'll probably gonna play a Halloween concert again Are you? this year. Yeah. Uh, that might become a trend. So. Yeah. Um. Well, you got to get your recording <laughs> polished before then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've heard a couple of iterations, but not the final product. So. No, final product still. Ain't, I need to get my singer to come sing. Yeah, right. Either that. Is he going to be on it too? Is he part of this yet? Um, I don't know. Trevor, are you part of it? You're part of my band? Is that what's happening? Sure. <laughs> Trevor's like, I'm down for whatever. Just tell me when to show yeah, up. Yeah, tell me what uh, tuning I need to be in. What are we listening to right now, by the way? Oh, uh, what is this? Oh, this is Ashes by Five Finger Death Punch. Oh. It's, it's Five just Finger Death Punch. 
Dude, shut up. Didn't they just announce a tour where Megadeth was opening up? Is that the oh. band? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. They're, <laughs> Trevor's they're Trevor's playing, feelings about Megadeth. They're playing after Megadeth. Like that's weird, isn't it? That's so weird. I mean, I I obviously coming from that thrash era and loving that stuff, and kind of confused by that. But I don't know if I finger Death Punch. Is this Midday Moon again? This is it Midday is. Moon again. <laughs> and there's today's Midday Moon reference. Yep. <laughs> Been waiting for episode. it. <laughs> See, and similarly to you asking about Render Me Insane, there's, you know, a band that went to my high school that uh-huh. I obsessed over, but they're a goth band, right? So, like, <laughs> that doesn't even mean anything to most people today, right? No. But but they're amazing, and I was listening to that the other day, thinking about, like, your connection to Midday Moon is kind of like my connection to this band called The Last Dance. They played all over the, all over the world, this band, you know? And have, like, four or five albums, and it's really good stuff, but... Goth is very fringe these days. Yeah. Very, very <laughs> underground. Yeah. And at the time they were doing it, it wasn't. That's true. The Cure was huge. Sisters of Mercy was huge. Yeah. So, maybe one day. I know you won't like it, but I'll play it anyway. <laughs> I just, everybody torches me enough, so I mean, it was another thing. That's, that's the whole point of this. I'm not even maybe, trying. Maybe to I'll get, give it to you. I'm maybe not even I'll... trying to get songs on the playlist anymore. I'm just trying to annoy you. That was Why? a good one today. That was very My Chemical Romance, I have to say. That was just... Why? Stop. Did you ask me why? Yeah. Little Sister for, Privilege? For the funny. Is it, though? For the funny! Is the it, funny. though? Like, it is. I don't I'm start bugging the shit out of you, too, then. You already do. No, I don't. You do. You should ask Emmy. <laughs> I'm going to see her tonight, so... Uh, that's, yeah, that's then it's just going to be me and Emmy giving you shit. Emmy doesn't give me shit. She's, she's, she's just very neutral with things, so... Don't worry, that'll change. Oh, whatever. <laughs> God no. Oh, dude. All right, we're done talking about my little sister. Um, what time is it? Twelve thirty-seven. Okay, we're wrapping up. Your um, your thing is still wrong, and it's twelve forty. Yep. Oh, what do you know? Um, let me adjust t- date and time then. You've been taught laughing. <laughs> <laughs> or something. Is it time for your okay. insane amount of plugs? I have shortened it and you know it. I am. I'm still going to tease you though. But yes, it is. All right. Thank you so much for hanging out with us for an hour and change. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at official pedal to the metal, all one word, no caps. Um, that'll have the link tree where you can find all of our other links, like our Facebook page, our discord server. You can come hang out and talk to us. Our merch shop, um, so you can buy your own pedal to the metal word merch, which I'm finally wearing again, because um, it was dirty. It was it was not okay, um, and then it got <laughs> dirty the same day that it got washed. Um, so that was not fun. Um, but yeah, you can check out our merch. Uh, you know, get a good sticker. It's summertime. Get some water bottles. Stay hydrated. Speaking of which, I need to go grab mine from the practice rooms. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, you can check out our YouTube channel where we have some uh, fun content on there. Uh, and where you'll be able to catch uh, the live stream of the shoot the shit over the uh, over the summer. Um, still setting it up. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I'm missing something. Oh, our website. You can check out our website. It's gonna be updated soon to reflect all the uh, most current information. Um, and I still need to get your shit, Dave. I know. I'll, I'll uh, get it too. Um, yeah. Uh, you can follow me personally, Alan Music Perez, or follow my band at Render Me Insane, or follow my photography Instagram at Nature's underscore Beauty underscore AP. 
You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel if you want, Alan P, the Life of a Musician, or my Twitch channel, um, twitch.tv slash MetalRhino94. Um, that's going to do it for me. Who's <laughs> gone next? Um, Trevor ain't got shit to plug like Izzy. So I'm going to plug my Instagram, and it's uh, at underscore lilac goddess. The link to my photography website is in my bio. Please hire me. So, bro. <laughs> Dave. Well, I'm at IsaacsGuitar.net. I'll be working on that this summer, working on my new album, changing everything to say Dr. David Isaacs. I still love that you have a .net. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm walking next week. Pretty excited about that. Woo! So that's all done so cool. finally, and now I have to change my everything in my life to say doctor, doctor. in front of it. Yeah. Uh, but that's got to feel pretty good. It does feel good. I'm at Isaac's Guitar on Instagram, and I will be more active as my album comes out. I have videos all set to start throwing out there. So Sick. A little bit at, the, at a time. Maybe I need to that. actually follow Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Mary just accepted my follower request yesterday. <laughs> I requested a follower like two weeks into school. So Like last semester? Yes. Wow. She's a busy girl. She must have missed it. <laughs> I don't know. Because well, she's, she's usually pretty good about that. I know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, Trevor, you can still say bye. Adios. There you go. <laughs> uh, next week. Nice. <laughs> next week will be our last episode of the season. Um, so definitely tune into that. Hang out with us. Um, Going to try to get in here a little earlier to get a little more time out of it since we can't do any later. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to run. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Thanks so much. We love you, and we'll catch you guys next week. Peace out.